Welcome to the Beyond 24 Days podcast with your host, Brooke and Ken. Beyond 24 Days is focused on healthier living by promoting whole and natural foods while supporting your local, responsible producers. You can follow us on social media at Beyond 24 Days, where we share our food ideas and recipes. And now your hosts, Brooke and Ken. Uh, hi, this is Ken. Hi, this is Brooke. This is our first ever podcast, so bear with us. So, just a brief introduction. Um, we started this whole food journey uh, a couple years ago. Brooke and I both, uh, for lack of a better term, I guess, struggled with weight loss. And we had, uh, I think we tried just about everything, and we never were on the same page. Um, sometimes I was on like a health kick and would work out a lot and I don't know. What do you... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, your weight was up. Mine was down. Mine was down and yours was up. We never committed to trying something together. We were always on different pages. We tried just about everything. We would watch um, documentaries on Netflix and we'd get really hooked. And um, I remember the first documentary we watched was Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. And for a brief period of time, we went through like a, a, a juicing phase where we tried blending drinks. And, um, you know, it, not that there's anything wrong with juicing, but uh, the, the method that we went about and the total lack of guidance on, you know, what we were doing, you know, we were going about it all wrong. And that was a, a huge thing that would always, that was the crutch of everything. We would get on this kick and, you know, it was just like a knee-jerk reaction. There was like no research into what we were about to do. Just, oh, let's juice. Let's do this. This is going to get healthy. You know, we're going to get healthy. And, you know, it would be, it was a fad. It would last for all of a week or two and then it would you know, fade out and on to the next thing. Um, and that was, that was the thing. We just, we didn't know. And, um, we were unaware of, of nutritional needs versus, um, you know, what tasted good. So yeah, blended up apples and spinach and kale and oranges tasted wonderful, but nutritionally it just lacked uh, anything at all. So that's kind of where, you know, we kind of realized there had to be something more, and, um, you know, we reached out on social media and, and talked to different friends of ours, and we actually were introduced to the 24-day challenge with Advocare, where um, a friend of ours sparked us. Um, but, you know, it challenge is a, is a pretty fitting word, because um, there's a lot of stuff in there that really sort of helped... Um, sort of catalyst this whole weight loss journey and I think I even went a little bit extreme and started uh, reading a ton of books and and we ended up watching a ton of documentaries and uh, we just kinda went crazy with it so I guess that's where we can begin um, Brooke why don't you uh, share with us how everything started for you okay um, so after a little bit of coaxing from Ken, I decided to do the 24-day challenge with him. 
and I was actually kind of scared because I didn't quite understand what the clean eating concept was. I love cheese and I love dairy. So the first 10 days of the cleanse, you're not allowed to have dairy. Uh, well, I'll just, yeah, my lactose intolerance or my intolerance of my lactose intolerance. We always just ate cheese and then for days on end, I would wallow in self-pity and agony and didn't understand why I was so bloated and, and just feeling awful. Hmm. Um, yeah, so thanks to a great resource like Pinterest, I was able to find some good starter meals. Um, and they were good. They were your typical, you know, turkey tacos and lettuce wraps. And But I wanted to find something different, something we weren't going to get sick of. You can only eat so much chicken and rice and hard-boiled eggs before it just gets too boring. And that's that was the big thing with the, the blended uh, lunches that I would take. I would blend a, a salad, basically, and, you know, try to eat salad every day. That just, it just loses it. Yeah, I didn't want things to get repetitive to the point where we'd get bored and would start cheating. So fast forward to the end of the challenge, and uh, we did really great sticking with our meal plans. Um, I was down about 28 to 30 pounds by the end of the challenge, and then it was like scary because, well, what do you do from here? Which is where the name for um, this podcast and all the social media came from. We want it to go beyond the 24 days. We want it to continue this as our lifestyle. Yeah, it's pretty fitting because after the challenge, I had lost um, close to 30 pounds. And it was probably the most significant weight loss I'd ever seen. And the majority of it, um, you know, part of the program is, is mostly clean eating. So, you know, I really came to realize that you can't outwork a bad diet. I would go to the gym and religiously would work out like crazy. And then I would come home and just eat garbage. And, you know, no offense to Brooke, but we did use a lot of cheese. <laughs> but, um, you know, as soon as I cut all that out, as soon as we started eating clean, and, you know, that, that exercise regimen that I had just started to um, really take off, and the weight started coming off a lot easier. So that's where everything got started for us, and that's where everything continues to go. We're on... Uh, what is this, the second year? This is like two years since About we've done... A little over a year and a half. Yeah, so I like to exaggerate things. But, um, you know, here we are, everyone. You know, in the very beginning, we had people that were super supportive. And we also had people that, uh, you know, they weren't being malicious. But, you know, oh, okay, great. Uh, you know, come talk to me in a year when you have all your weight gain back. And, you know, we not only did we want to prove them wrong, but we had to prove it to ourselves. You know, we were tired of being, you know, fat and sick all the time. And, you know, it was time for a change. And that's where all this sort of came to came to head. So I guess we should probably point out that it has been a year and a half. And each of us are actually down almost 70 pounds from the beginning of the challenge. And we've capped it off for a year and a half. Yeah, when I, um, I don't even, I can't even tell you how heavy I was when I first started because I avoided a scale. And I didn't weigh myself until a couple days into the challenge. And at that point, I was around the 250, 248 mark. So, 
you know, it just goes to show what the dedication and hard work and sticking to a meal plan actually will do for you. And at this point, I think we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll jump into our next segment with What's Cooking with Brooke? Welcome back to Beyond 24 Days Podcast with Ken and Brooke. And now we'd like to move on to our favorite part. What's cooking with Brooke? The food. The food. Um, so can you tell us, last week, what were some of our meals that we made? Well, I guess I should start by saying when I plan my meals for the week, uh, we usually try and stick with uh, Meatless Monday. Ah, yes. Um, and I take into account that every Tuesday is sort of a panic-stricken day where we go to the gym with the kids, so it's usually something quick but clean. Mm -hmm. Um, and I try and space out my meats. I don't want to have chicken every night and get sick of chicken. So, um, some of our favorite meals from last week were, uh, egg roll in a bowl. That was, uh... By far, one of my favorite meals. It literally tasted like egg roll. We got some um, fresh cabbage from the local farmer across the street. And uh, I omitted the pork because we try not to eat so much pork in our house anymore. That's an entirely separate podcast <laughs> altogether. But just a little side note, I do not, um, we try not to support commercially raised meat products but anyway i'll get off that soapbox um yeah so i replaced that with uh, ground turkey and it had a few other simple ingredients in it like shredded carrots um we use low sodium soy sauce and we actually had some leftover wonton wrappers from some killer samosas we made a few weeks ago so we actually folded those up into triangles and brushed them with olive oil and toasted them in the oven and sort of just used them as garnish in the bowl. All these wonderful meals that we're talking about, we do have uploaded to our Instagram. And hopefully, as time goes on, our podcast will be somewhat um, somewhat congruent with what is on our social media, just so that way, as we're talking about things, you guys can go back and don't have to look back too far. Uh... The next meal I'd like to talk about is my Israeli couscous <laughs> chicken soup. Um, I am a huge fan of soup. I could probably eat soup every single day of my life. So this was just amazing. Um, I used uh, bone-in chicken and made my own bone broth. No salt added. Um... Just your typical carrots and celery. I actually have started putting turmeric in my broth for a better taste. And um, uh, the Israelite pearled couscous was a really good addition. My kids just assumed it was pasta and didn't ask any questions and just ate it. It's like chicken noodle soup. Homemade chicken noodle soup, I guess. Hey, the other thing that I want to talk about, and I know you're going to cringe, is the pumpkin amaranth porridge. <laughs> um, I... Uh, Brooke, rarely does Brooke ever make a meal that flops. And I got a panic text from her that said that dinner was a complete flop. She was going to throw it in the trash. 
and I uh, told her, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't react too quickly. Save it. Well, I want to see it when I come home, and um, I'll let you describe it, and then I'll, I'll tell people what it tasted like. Well, every so often we'd like to do a breakfast for dinner night in our house. So, um, along with some eggs, I found this amazing recipe for a pumpkin amaranth porridge because I'm totally obsessed with just trying all different sorts of grains. Um, the ingredients sounded like they would mesh together well. Uh, threw it in the pot, started to boil the porridge, and I have issues with smell. It smelled like a pumpkin fresh from a field. Now growing up, we had a pumpkin patch on our local on our local on our family farm. We had a pumpkin patch. So I love the smell of pumpkin and this porridge tasted like a freshly cut open jack-o-lantern. Maybe if the jack-o-lantern still had some of the earth yes. that it was laying in yeah, it around was, it. Was... Amaranth is an extremely earthy smelling and earthy tasting green. Yeah, so aside from it tasting like dirt on the first time around, uh, <laughs> I decided that I would let it seep overnight. Um, unknowing to me, Brooke also added lots of maple syrup to it. Uh, the next morning when I was preparing my lunch, I sprinkled some stevia over it, and as I was grabbing the walnuts and dried cranberries, Brooke also added more maple syrup. <laughs> so by the time I got it to work and heated up this uh, pumpkin porridge, it tasted, I'm not going to lie, it tasted like pumpkin pie with walnuts and cranberries in it. And it was just, it was so awesome. But at the same time, it did smell uh, a lot like fresh pumpkin from the field. <laughs> So enough of the flops. Why don't we share one more uh, meal that really kind of hit it out of the park for us? Um, so sometimes we love to attempt to make vegan recipes. So I saw this recipe for a vegan cauliflower chowder, and I was really intrigued by it. Along with the cauliflower, um, it's made with roasted garlic hummus. Uh, potatoes and ground up cashews to give it that really thick chowder um, feeling in your mouth. It was awesome. really good. I liked it. Really, really good. So much garlic from the hummus. And then on top of that, you actually put in several cloves of oven roasted garlic. It was just insane. You know, we try to keep everything fairly low sodium, and the only exception to this rule, at least for me, is the almighty sriracha. And I found that uh, in my chowder, I put about a tablespoon of sriracha, and it just took it to a whole new level. So another thing that we should probably point out is that we do have two small children who are nine and eight, uh, soon to be a 10 year old. Um, but they eat everything that we eat. So we don't make any special meals for them. The only exception is uh, our daughter does not like tofu. I think it's a consistency thing. And she's our daring one who likes pretty much everything we make. So for her on tofu nights, I bend the rules and make an exception and we'll make her something small and separate. Only just that once. <laughs> So anyway, um, those were our past meals. Moving on, tonight we had a almond-crusted chicken. 
Um, I took some chicken tenders and bathed them in egg and made a almond meal with our fantastic Nutribullet. That thing has been our best friend since we started the challenge. Yeah, so juicing did give us one thing, and that was the, the Nutribullet. Nutribullet. <laughs> um, um, sorry. <laughs> uh, I just ground the almonds up in the Nutribullet and made almond meal with fresh raw almonds. Uh, added some various seasonings, pepper, onion powder, oregano, breaded the chicken, and um, pan-fried it, or flash-fried it in the oven. Um, made some amazing salsa rice with that, and basil-covered carrots. Yeah, and, um, you know, typically we'll post our meals to Instagram the night that we make it, and uh, we see a lot of we get a lot of likes when we post uh, some of our vegan and plant-based recipes, but one one thing that definitely we get a lot of feedback on are the chicken recipes. Um, chicken is probably one of the most uh, readily accessible means of protein that a lot of uh, mixitarians like ourselves <laughs> eat. So I think that's probably why we get a lot of feedback. Um, so it's always really positive. And uh, we're really happy to share that with you. So speaking of which, uh, speaking of sharing, what do we have for next week's meal ideas? So within the next week, I'm hoping to get, um, tomorrow's going to be interesting. I'm going to be making a shredded carrot barbecue, almost like a pulled pork sandwich, but sans the meat using carrots and onions. Meatless Tuesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday tomorrow. Meatless Wednesday. <laughs> um, we like a lot of fish in this house, so Thursday is going to be a tomato basil cod. Ah. Friday is going to be soup, of course. Oh, we, of course. We have to have a soup. And it's getting colder out, so <laughs> soup is extremely fitting, and I also could probably eat it every day of the week. So I'm going to attempt my own... Uh, Hot and sour soup with a little mm. tofu in mm. it. Uh, over the weekend, you can expect stuffed butternut squash with our grass-fed beef. Mm. And uh, Sunday, I'm going to do a little pre-Thanksgiving food with a cranberry glazed turkey tenderloin. Oh, man. I just want to fast forward through the week and get to these awesome meals. Well, anyway, um, that is pretty much all we have going on this week. Hopefully, on our next podcast, we'll be a little bit more organized. Uh, we won't stop and re-record things 10,000 times. Uh, mostly my fault. So we want to open this up to you guys. You can find us uh, facebook.com slash beyond24days, instagram.com slash beyond24days, or just at beyond24days. Leave us your feedback if you have any comments or if you have any questions. We'd be happy to answer them, maybe feature them in a podcast. Uh, we are more than just food. Outside of the whole food world of Beyond 24 Days, um, I love to enter in races. I run 5Ks, 15Ks, half marathons. I'm all about running. It's one of my passions. So I'm happy to share with you guys some of my running tips maybe give you an update on a race, that sort of a thing. And one of my favorite passions is actually to um, bake. I do a lot of baking on the side, outside of my everyday job. Um, what I make, I don't necessarily 
eat myself, but um, recently I have been trying to incorporate more vegan baked goods or gluten-free baked goods into my repertoire. Uh, I kind of want to be able to serve all. Yeah, because who doesn't love tasty desserts <laughs> that you can eat and not really feel horrible about? Like the chocolate beet cake with avocado icing that I made was pretty stellar. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That's actually a couple months ago on the blog, so you can check that out as well. Okay, well, we want to try to keep the podcast relatively short because we know everyone's time is precious. So, uh, like I said, not really sure of the schedule, but hopefully next week we will have another podcast to share with you guys, and we look forward to speaking with you then. All right. Thanks. All right. See ya. Bye.